0: Transplaner RPG is proudly sponsored by at Dimitri Opines on Twitter. That is at D-M-I-T-R-Y-O-P-I-N-E-S. And Explain Trade, a negotiation skills training consultancy believing in the power of D&D and Transplaner's potential to grow, tell great stories, and lift up our community. Explain Trade trains negotiators for governments, big companies, NGOs, and offers e-learning courses for individuals looking to get a better deal from their boss. Level up your charisma score and check out hey there thank you for tuning in to trans a planar rpg we are an all transgender people of color led 100 homebrew dungeons and dragons fifth edition live streamed actual play campaign set in an original non-colonial anti-orientalist world i am your game master connie my pronouns are they he and she and this is my cast
1: Hi everyone, my name is Si, I use they-them pronouns, and I play Oka Hien, awesome, our Blood bloodhunter and monster hunting expert.
2: I'm Erica, and I play V-Nacht your lovable elf sorcerer slash charlatan with draconic ancestry.
3: My name is Lyra, and I use they-she pronouns. I play Manaya Wairua, a half-orc fighter with a sailing background.
4: I'm Max, my pronouns are they-them, and I play Dewey Quirk, an Eric cooker artificer and researcher on the run from his former employers at the Ohanehi Research Laboratory.
0: You can support Transplaner RPG by pledging to our Patreon. Patrons get early access to episodes, character sheets, high-res assets, and much, much more. You can also support us by giving us a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts. This helps immensely with getting new listeners to find us. So, with that out of the way, here are the content warnings for this episode. Content warnings for this episode include descriptions of food, nightmares, familial trauma, fantasy violence, and blood. Arc 4, Episode 2. A Nightmare Facsimile, From a Table Filled with Interest by Anne Gorick Grandpa Hien's Dining Room is a humble but well-loved affair. Smooth walls of clay and dirt keep the place cool in summer and warm in the winter. Light cuts through the windows in these perfect rectangular slats, illuminating floating motes of dust. Scrolls of effortless calligraphy hang from the walls, displaying traditional idioms and lines of original poetry. A large painting dominates the North Wall. In it, we see a field of colorful flowers blooming along the banks of the Bi-Yen River, while the mountains of the silent grove rise like emerald heartbeats beyond it. A poem hangs next to the painting, which reads in two: "'Late Blooms Bare Bright Petals' Grandpa Hien hunkers at the head of a large squat dining room table using his chopsticks.' to ferry food from communal dishes in the center of the table into the bowls of his beloved late bloomers. Uh, He picks up a chunk of steamed fish, drops it onto Mao Mao's rice. He picks up a ladle and ladles chicken broth into Duin's bowl. He scoops bok choy after bok choy after bok choy into Azen's dish until the tiefling pulls his bowl away and insists upon Grandpa Hien, you gotta eat too. And so the old drow, finally settles back into his wooden seat, starts eating this deliciously home cooked meal alongside the three late bloomers and of course, the four of you. Maniah, Dewey, V, and V's girlfriend, Ref. The four of you sit around this dining table, scarfing down a delicious lunch. There's something for everyone here a fragrant mushrooms and vegetables, tofu simmering in spicy bean paste, steamed fish, chicken soup, stir fried tomato and eggs. Dwin looks shyly at your group as he eats this giant, massive, lumbering half work with an attitude like a tiny little lamb. A smile cracks open his pumpkin-shaped head. Uh, we don't usually have such an ostentatious lunch, uh, but Mao Mau told me to make something special today, right, Mama? Uh, and at this, Mau Mau looks askance at your group, her dark brown eyes peering through these long, straight black bangs that hang in front of her face and are, like, currently dipping into, like, the liquid of her soup. Uh, as she mutters, I... Had a nightmare about a hungry frog in a well. If we didn't feed it, then... <laughs> and she just shudders and stops talking. Uh, and Ozin, the tiefling, the brown tiefling, chimes in with a mouse just full of mushrooms. Mm. We've learned to heed Mau mm. uh, Mau's nightmares in real life, because uh, they tend to come true.
3: Well, we'd better save some for the go, or for the, for the journey, if we made any frogs on the way.
0: It's not usually so literal. All the monsters and uh, things I see in my nightmares, they're facsimiles, they're uh, metaphors. Uh, And it it takes a skilled interpreter to know what they really mean, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Hey, 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 Mama, it's fine, says Dwin, like turning over and putting a big orcish hand on, on Mama's back. You just breathe. Okay? It's okay. We're here, we got you. Yeah, I know. I just falling asleep every night is agony.
2: I can relate to that. We've been I've been having nightmares ever since this whole thing went down, but uh I'm gonna luckily you have here before you some folks who have Dealt with some very nasty monsters, and we've always come out on top, so I think you're very protected as long as we're around.
4: Oh,
0: really? Monsters? What kind of monsters? And at that, Azen lowers, like, yeah. I think they were, like, simultaneously eating with one hand and still trying to look cool with, like, the other hand propped behind their back, like, behind their head. So they, like, lower the other hand finally, they lean forward, like, like, rattling some of the chopsticks on the table, and they, like, look at you with these, like, bright eyes. What kind of monsters? Huh? Huh? Oh, did you, have you been, have you guys been attacked by those, like, hand things that has, that have, like, mouths on, like, the inside of the hands? Or, oh, ooh, what about those, like, little, like, featherless, like, they look like chickens, but they've got, like, teeth. Have you seen those?
2: I think so. Manaya. you, you, what would you say? What were some of the best monsters we fought?
3: As much as I would love to regale our stories, we are, well, eating dinner, and I don't think... Such conversations are suited for over meals, but Azim, I will tell you later. I promise.
0: All right, that's a promise you shouldn't break. I, I love hearing stories about daring adventures and dashing heroes fighting back monsters and holding back the dark. That's, ah, what I wouldn't give to be to be a hero in those stories. Oh ah, well, and Azim like settles back and p- puts his hands back behind his head.
3: You've got what it takes. All of you.
0: You really think so? Oh, well, that's what Grandpa Hien always says about us. Even though we're late bloomers doesn't mean we're not... doesn't mean we're worthless. It just means sometimes it takes a little bit of time for our shine to come out. Right, Momo? You don't want to see my shine, trust me. It's more of a black hole than Galtanger's light. Oh, psh, Mau Mau, it's fine. And Dwin keeps, like, stroking Mau Mau's back.
3: Well, if it's any consolation, V, how old are you? How long did it take for you to come around to being a decent person? Wait, I'm a decent
0: person?
4: (laughs) Some would say it hasn't happened quite yet.
0: I would say that V's in the middle of a transformation.
4: Thank you,
2: Revs. Uh, but Dewey, our, our friend Dewey here, you should have seen him a few months ago. He wouldn't take a take a rock to uh, uh, any of these creatures we fought, and now he's heroic. He, he does incredible feats. <laughs>
4: Which is why I'm the worst person to ask about our monster escapades. Once we get you and Oka in the same room, Azen, uh, you'll have something to talk about.
0: Right. Oka, we're, we're big Oka fans here. Well, we sure are. As I always told the late bloomers, the reason why I founded this boarding house in the first place, you see, was to honor the memory of my grandchild, who I thought for all these years must have been dead. Uh, but finding out that they're not only not dead, but they're here back in the kingdom is just... It's a lot to take in. I hope you can understand. What's more than that? Well... Wh- Everyone's saying that Makoya Hien, Prince Makoya Hien, committed treason. And that on the night of their execution, they escaped. Which is even worse than just being executed, as you know. It's, well, it's a massive, well, to dodge the Emperor's orders like that. Just further solidifies the fact that they're treasonous to so many people. But, hey. Uh, And Dwin looks at Bao Bao. Looks at Grandpa Hien. Looks at Azan. We're in no position to judge. I mean, who hasn't made mistakes, right? Uh, we here, in fact, we we want McCoy. Sorry, we want Oka to, to shake things up, not just in tsu Long, but outside of tsu Long, and Dokao in the slump, slumbering palace, uh, because if Oka's alive and Oka's here, and maybe they can—I don't know—maybe they can help make a tsu Long where everyone can be accepted. You know? Not just the success stories or the amazing heroes. Well, I don't mind being worshipped as a hero if we get to that point. Seriously, Azen, let's be realistic here. Not just amazing heroes and paragons of yore and whatever, but everyone. There's no shame in that. A society where everyone fits in and is appreciated for who they are, not what they could be. And I guess that's why I guess that's why we're unofficially kind of the, the oka Hien fan club here.
2: Jeez, I've always wanted a fan club. <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> Didn't you make one back in the- <clears throat> Chrysalis.
2: <clears throat> the- we don't talk about that anymore, Rev. I thought we talked about this in the
0: tent
3: a couple of weeks.
0: <sighs> I know, I know, I know. You're right. I'm sorry. I just- Low-hanging fruit. You know, it's just it's right there.
3: Anyway. Listen. When we find Oka, I don't want to spoil anything, but their stories may not not include some, uh, monster hunting.
5: Seriously? For real? Yeah, actually,
0: they're a monster hunter. And I think, like, all of you sort of, like, chime in about, like, how Oka, like, has hunted monsters and, like, was part of, like, maybe, like, one of you even brings up, maybe, like, the Hounds of Mercy, like, the monster hunting group they were with until they found y'all. And, like, I think Azen and Momo and uh, Dwin all listen, like, rapt as you, like, tell them some stories about Oka. And, like, when that dies down, I think at this point, like, lunch is starting to wrap up. Uh, Grandpa, he has this, oh. It's been a pleasure to feed your bellies and water your throats with some good tea, some good beer, some hot water. But I think mm, the time is ripe for us to try to find Oka. Wherever they are, I hope they're okay. I hope they're not in danger.
2: Knowing how things have gone for us uh, this whole past, you know, since the catastrophe, they're probably in danger, so... uh. You know, we should probably talk about, uh, if someone was to be kidnapped, where might someone be taken if they're kidnapped here, especially if there's a very large bounty on their head?
0: Well... As a former trainee uh, of the Royal Guard, uh, I can say that we have been briefed on on kidnapping scenarios, uh, and the first thing is to look for a ransom note. Usually, people who get kidnapped are nobles, or they've got money, or it's a personal feud. So can you think of any enemies, or people that might want Oka dead, or might want to ransom Oka for money? Uh... And I think, like, at that, Azen just looks pointedly at a wanted poster that's, like, hung up on, like, a nearby pillar that has, like, Makoya Hien's face, like, a hundred thousand gold, want- gold, like, wanted bounty. And Duin looks back from it. Oh, right. Of course. <sighs> but there are a dozen different cell swords, a dozen, like, thousands of mercenaries in too long. How do we know which group or which individual actors kidnapped them? I. Wait a minute. Momo. And at this, all the late bloomers and Grandpa Kian turn to face Mao Mao, whose bangs are now like s- like soaked; they're just slick with oily soup. Uh, and like she pauses in the middle of like like slurping a wonton and like lowers the soup spoon. Y- yes, Dwin, Mao Mao, I'm not gonna force you to do this, but do you think you could do the glowy eye thing? The gluey eye image thing? Please? I... I... I don't know. It takes a lot out of me. But if you think it'll help find Oka... Uh... And Azen explains. Uh Momo can do this thing where her eyes glow and she can project an image... Onto the... It's... It's weird, it's kind of freaky, but uh, that's how we know she's a real dream prophet. Nightmare prophet. Right, nightmare prophet.
2: Well, this sounds like a wonderful trick that I want to see. I don't know about either
4: of my, com- any of my friends here. What kind of glowing eye? Because last time we saw glowing eyes, that didn't go super well.
5: Ugh.
0: Momo. Are you sure you want to do this? We're not going to pressure you into doing it. I know, I know the kind of psychic toll and, and physical... How much it takes out of you. No, no, no. Grandpa Yen, yeah, it's... It's okay. I, I want to help. I want to be... I want to be useful. I want to... If this will help Oka, if this will help you all find your friend, then... Then I'll do it. All right, folks. Stand back. Mama needs space.
4: Yeah, I think... Dewey like pulls the table back. So there's an opening <sighs>
0: Okay, Mamo stays seated. Duin sort of gets up, Ozin, like they like sort of like stay at like the, the edges of, of the room. Duin sort of like places like two big gentle hands on like Momo's shoulders and sort of like, calming her down and like like nodding like down at her and like whispering these like uh words of affirmation, you assume, like into her ear and like you got this Momo, it's okay. You can do this. Just breathe, okay? Okay, just Breathe. Just breathe. And all of you feel like like wind starts like a billowing around in this room. Like unsecured napkins start like fluttering off the table. Like a few chopsticks roll off onto the ground. Like. Like, the shutters start to, like, bang against the windows. Like, the various scrolls on the walls start, like, billowing. Like, a miniature tornado is slowly starting to kick up. Faster and faster. And Mama goes, breathe. Breathe. Show me where they are! And, like, she's, like, flung back into her seat by, like, some, like, magical force. And, like, her bangs just fly up and heart around her face uh, and she opens her mouth and her eyes fly open wide and it's sort of like entering the avatar state like her eyes like light shoots out of her eyes like pure white light shoots out of her eyes um and also shoots out of her mouth it's kind of terrifying and she's like almost like in the middle of like being seized seized like a rapture right but um duin is like holding her from behind like still like muttering those affirmations into her ear but it's like looking away from the light um as the light emits like an actual heat Like, you get the feeling that if you were directly standing in front of it, it would burn you. Um, And the light just sort of, like, coalesces into this, like, glowing, like, globe of just, like, pure energy in the middle of the room. And then within the orb, as though it were like a crystal ball you were looking into, all of you see an image. You see an image of Oka. Uh, and they're tied up and they're slumped, their head sort of like slumped against their shoulder. They have a gag in their mouth. Um, and they seem to be, you see the interior of like what looks to be, I mean, what looks to be a palanquin, right? Like just sort of like bobbing along. There's no like. There's no sound. It's just sort of like a silent image, right, in the middle of this floating orb of light. Like, Oga's just sort of, like, bobbing, like their heads, like, lolling around on their shoulder. You can sort of see these like beautiful lattice windows and this beautiful woodwork just sort of all around them. So whatever kind of palanquin they're in is, like, of, like, a noble make at the very least. Um, and all of these sort of, like, hear Grandpa Hien shout over the roar of, like, the wind that's, like, blowing around inside this dining room. Where are they taking them? Mao Mao? please dig deeper. Uh, and you see like the image shudder uh, as though like if it were like on a projection screen as though someone was like quickly changing the slide as a shutter and judders out of existence. And then another image filters in and you all see like uh, the top spire of the slumbering palace of Dokao the capital city of too Long, uh, And it's like trying to push into a specific room, but the mama goes, I can't! and like all of the wind just dies down. Like the, the light just explodes and like hits, like wherever the light like hits, it like scorches into the wood. Like scorch marks like burn on the mahogany and- like Mamo just like settles back into this wooden chair, <gasps> uh, uh, and like Dwin is there. Dwin is like, you're okay, you're okay. And like Ozin comes out of nowhere with like a blanket and like puts it over like Mamo's shoulders. And there's just this seems to be like they seem to have like been used to this happening. Like this seems to happen not in often, uh, so they seem to have like like a procedure for what they do when Mamo does this. Um, they're like like she put this like like hot cup of tea in Mamo's hands. and Mamo's going, Ugh. she's sort of like muttering into. Indistinctly to herself, they're all talking in two and like like calming her down. And whew, the breeze starts to like die down, like the scrolls stop flapping against the the walls. They settle back down flat against the wall. Oof! Like the uh, like a dumpling. Like the last thing that happens is like a dumpling rolls off the table and like falls onto the ground. What do you do?
4: Should we have done that outside? <sighs> <sighs>
0: Mama seems a little catatonic, is, like, taking it in. This was, like, this was took a lot out of her. You can surmise it. Grandpa Hien, who's, like, sort of hovering around her, goes, No, 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 it's okay. The the last time this happened outside, well, let's just say that a cow that was nearby is never the same. Well,
2: let's protect our cow friends. Uh, Thank you so much for that, Mama. That was really quite incredible. I kind of want to see it again, but I... No pressure.
3: V, V.
0: Hey, Momo can't, Momo can't do that again. She, it takes a lot out of her.
2: Okay, don't worry, I'm not, I said she, they, we're, uh, so about those visions, about those visions, uh, looks like we may have to break into a palace.
0: (laughs) V, you look way too happy about this. Can I just say, can I just bring that up? Can I just state that for the room? For the record? It's just this
2: wouldn't be the first time I've broken into the Slumbering Palace, and I'm very excited to take another crack at it.
0: What? When was the last time you broke into the palace? How did it go? Um What did you steal? Well Nothing actually. Did see I
5: didn't
2: you? Oh, it was a long, long time ago, and then let's just say that uh it was a nightmare it was a nightmare friends and i but we're not we don't have to go into the library right so we should be fine it's fine this is fine as long as we stay away from the library everything you
0: broke into the library of the slumbering palace some say that's more dangerous than breaking into the royal vault
2: i mean Maybe I was inside of a royal vault? I don't know, I... It was a long time ago, it was scary... I... There's a blank spot somewhere in there that I feel like I'm forgetting, but, you know, it was... It was an adventure, you know, there's... Way... The good news is, there's ways of getting in.
0: Yay! Good news! Well, how long ago was this? Security has been significantly increased since the Cataclysm. Well, let's
2: see. This was
0: before that,
2: but after that, and... Mm, I don't... Oof. Maybe? said, gosh, has it already been almost 50 years? Gosh, that's a long time. 50 years! That's a long time ago, B. What can I say? I've been around for a little while.
0: Oh, perhaps you can help us formulate a plan to break into this slumbering palace.
2: Well, last time I broke in, we had someone make a storm. I had a rope. I don't recommend the rope strategy, actually. If I could do it over again, I would not recommend the rope strategy. So perhaps we find other ways to sneak in.
3: We won't need to sneak in if we can intercept them on the way. Are there any paths that go from the Silent Grove directly to the palace? That we could scout out
0: well there are many all roads in too long lead in and out of dokao they come from many directions
4: can we catch them i mean we have a couple of oxen and one elk
0: uh, The, the vision didn't show me where where the the palanquin was it just showed me where it was headed i don't know where if they are even in the silent grove I don't know where they could be.
3: There's that many roads that take too long to, to search. <sighs> all right, V. Yay.
0: Yay, says Ozan. <laughs> like, V and Ozan look to be the most like excited about this. <sighs> yes. Ah, you and I, V, we're going to get along just famously. I can tell.
2: Well, if as long as I can trust you as far as I can throw you, that's all I need.
0: Throw me now, and as like does like a running jump and a, like leaps into your arms.
2: Uh, can I just do like some type of like leaning down and like flip them up and see how, where they fly to?
0: Okay, make it an acrobatics check. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh gosh, that's not good. <laughs> um, well, what's my? We have the auto crit.
0: <laughs> we do have the auto crit. <laughs>
2: No, I'm gonna uh, 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 seven. It was a seven, okay. It's not a very
0: a seven, okay. You you drop them, uh, you like you flip them over your head like you wanted to, and they fall, boof, and they they fall on their big rhino horn, oh. Poof. Ah! Oh. and they like roll around on the ground, ah, ouch. Wow, that went a lot cooler in my head. You're, you're supposed
2: to make eye contact before you do something acrobatic at somebody. Don't you know this?
0: I'm sorry. I'm just pumped. We're breaking into the slumbering palace, friends. We're yeah, breaking we're in. breaking in. We're breaking we're in. We're breaking in.
5: <laughs> we're breaking in.
0: And we're going to zoom out of, of, of like, and we like here, we're breaking in, like vibrating like off of like the straw thatched roof of this home. We see like a, fro- like a flock of birds take flight from like a nearby tree and like a farmer in, in like her field go, huh? And we're going to like zoom back into the dining room.
2: So, thinking about the plan, I do have the ability. I've been practicing some magic. You know, I used to be able to dis- disguise myself. I can disguise all of you. I did it back in the forest, but the things were a little wild. I don't know if you noticed. But we could disguise ourselves as not us. I don't know. I'm a paragon, so people might recognize me. I should probably not look like me. But I don't know if anyone else here would like a little bit of a dis- disguise.
0: You're a, ho- Hold on. What? You're a what? Dang
4: it!
2: Nothing, nothing, you heard nothing. I'm a liar. I lie about everything. You shouldn't trust the word out of my That was my first test. You failed. I lie a lot and then you failed at catching the lie.
0: Okay, make a make a deception check, V. <laughs>
2: <laughs> can I use the autocrit? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. Yes you can. Yes you can. Alright, autocrit is off the board. Nat 20, deception check. Okay, what are the modifiers? <gasps> What's the total? Uh, the
2: total. Well, that's one of my... Um, so that's... My gosh. What yeah, that's, that's going to be a 27.
0: A 27 deception check. Like, a, a silence settles over this dining room. Like, you hear some chickens outside, like, like squawk, right, in the silence. And, oh, okay. Oh, right. Oh, because we thought you weren't joking at first. And then, like, all of, like, the the... The late bloomers, like, all settle into it. They, they like, buy it, right? Um, but Gwyn turns to Momo and says, Oh, but speaking of paragons, Momo, you had that strange nightmare the other day, didn't you? Actually, just eight days ago. I,
5: I did, um, saw eight horrible young sure, just in a
0: crimson... Sundered battlefield, fighting against some sort of terrible monster. There were eyes and wings everywhere, and I had a feeling I wasn't supposed to see this. But there were eight of them, and they looked like they were on their last legs. And I, I, ah, just metaphors. Don't worry, it's it's just another one of those metaphorical dreams that uh that Mama has. Says Azen, reassuringly.
3: Manaya looks at the party just with that look. But
4: you saw eight of them, right?
0: Uh huh. Yeah, eight of these. I call them Xiangshu because they looked well, they didn't look great. They looked a little pallid. They looked like a couple of them were bleeding. They, they looked like they were on their last legs. There were eight of them, yeah. W- why? Do you know something?
4: No. Uh, sidebar with my party. Dewey like turns away from the table and like spreads his wings and it's like- (laughs) I turns around and does the huddle up thing. Yeah.
0: As you spread your wings, Dewey rev spreads her cape. Uh, And I think her like wingspan is like double your actual wings, right? And she like throws it over the party.
2: V before like going into the huddle is like, I'm sure it was fine. It's just a metaphor.
1: It's just, oh my God, what what, what are we gonna do? (sighs) Should we come clean?
4: What if she's a paragon? If she saw eight of them, she wasn't one of because our dreams have all been, my dreams have all been in first person.
3: Right. True, this is very true. I don't know much about Tzu Long, but aren't dreams supposed to predict the future? This would have been the past.
0: Dreams uh, here in Tzu Long are supposed to be prophetic in some way or another. It could be predicting the future, it could be showing lucid visions of the past, it could be omens, it could be warnings, it could be a sign from the gods of something you must do priestess training comes in handy. Thank you. It's just a metaphor. We'll be fine, right?
3: Right? We don't know if we can trust them yet. Not fully.
0: They seem pretty trustworthy to me. At the very least, their love for Oka seems genuine.
3: But I don't know if we can trust them with everything. Quite yet.
0: That's fair. Yeah, we should be careful about who we tell about our true identities. It might be a little too late for the championship, given the fact that Bloodthirst's mist showed everyone in Rosso everything, but this news still hasn't reached too long, it seems. Makes sense because of the Dream Shield.
3: Hopefully with the borders closed, the news hasn't gotten here.
0: Exactly. Why don't you all make a group stealth check to see how well you're shielding this conversation from... <laughs> from the late bloomers who are literally right there,
4: I got a nat 20 plus two.
0: Okay. Dewey is cruising.
4: Yes, my wings are soundproof.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you cast, you class uh, blindness, deafness with your wings. <laughs> like,
2: I'm blinded by the beauty, the majesticness of the wings. Uh, I, got, I got a 14.
0: <laughs> okay. Manaya? It's a five. I think what a five means, Manaya, is like, the. the- <laughs> The late bloomers overhear one thing that you do not want them to have heard. So because Dewey got the highest, I'll let Dewey decide what it is.
4: I think the part where we say, well, the news hasn't reached too long yet. Okay. So that's good.
0: Uh, with that, Grandpa Hinn says, what news? What is it that you're conspiring about in that corner? Oh, we have an oak gut to save. We have to hurry. I, I can't lose my grandchild again.
3: Manaya loudly says... Right. V, you'll get us into the palace. We'll follow your lead. You've done this before. And as hesitant as I am to say it, I trust you. You're Perfect. I've, I think I have an idea. And Maniah stands up and turns around and is like, Oh, no, we were just discussing how we were going to get into the palace. Uh, it's clearly lying.
0: Right. Oh, okay. I see. Well, we'd like to be a part of this huddle too. Uh, come on, Ozin, Momo, Momo, and Dooin. Actually, why don't the two of you just? Yeah, I think I'm gonna take care of Momo here. Uh, all right, sounds good. You and me, then, Ozin. Come and here a thump, ku thump, ku thump, uh As Grandpa here joins your huddle, like leaning on his cane, and Ozin joins it as well. And Ozin's like big rhino horn, like <laughs> like nestles in between like Doobie's wings uh, and like Rev's cape. It says. What's that about a plan? And like, looks at UV.
2: All right. So, I learned this con one time. What if all of you are some type of, you know, maybe you've kidnapped someone who is very valuable. I don't know, perhaps an Oka. And you've come to the castle gates with said Oka, and you've decided that you're trying to get the reward. What if we get in that way?
0: I call Oka. I want to be Oka. Me, 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 me. Please pick me, pick me, me. Hey, hey. Uh, uh, Azan, Azan, calm down, please. Uh, me, pick me. I
5: want to do it.
2: It's going to be very dangerous, and I don't know if you can handle if they lock you up. What they might do to
4: you.
5: Wait, I might I'm get locked to up.
4: Go to the dungeons for this.
0: And Ozan just sort of like deflates like a pop balloon. I I I guess not. Uh, But I want to be a part of it somehow. I want to. This feels like a big deal, and I want to be part of something for once in my life. It's okay, Ozan. Don't worry. You can still be a part of this. You're a lot smarter than you give yourself credit for. All right, then. If it's not going to be Ozan, who's going to be Oka? Uh, and I think on all all of you like looking at each other, deciding. Uh, speaking of Oka, we're gonna cut to Oka. Oka, you stand in the middle of a broken, blasted battlefield. The sky is a terror of sundered stars and crimson light, leaking from thousands and thousands of eyes splayed open across the atmosphere above your head. Thick globules of red tears leak from the eyes, falling in darkened orbs through the sky until they splatter onto the ground and breed monsters. Monsters twitching, snarling monsters, fleshy minions with rending claws, glitching shadows made of hands, vile creatures rippling with layers of teeth like the spines of a porcupine. There are more of them, countless, spreading across the veil like nightfall. Everything is coated in red, and your mother-father faces you. She grips dream hunter in one hand, the long sword passed down from emperor to emperor whose wielder is recognized as the rightful ruler of the kingdom of Tulong. She's draped in elaborate robes of the deepest blue, lacerated with strands of silver thread. She's wearing a mian guan, an elaborate headdress reserved only for extremely important ceremonial rituals. You've only seen her in a mianguan a few times in your life. This headdress is comprised of a crown upon which is affixed a flat wooden plate covered in fabric. Eight cords with threaded pearls dangle from the front and the back of the plate. The swinging of the strings obscures your mother father's face as she stares you down from across this nightmare. And then she speaks. What are you doing here?
1: (laughs) Oka feels the spot in their chest where there should have been a stab wound. Every other time there had been a stab wound. And they just kind of cock their head. (laughs) Even in my dreams, I can't see your fucking face.
0: Your dreams... Your dreams, child. You are mistaken. This is my dream.
1: No. No, it's... What? What did you...
0: What did you just say? This dream, this nightmare of the Stranger War, a forgotten battle between the paragons of your And that thing that invaded Andake a myriad ago, this past prophecy reaching across the ages to us. This is my dream. This is my curse. This is my nightmare, child. What are you doing in it? You
1: have it all wrong. This is my nightmare. We've been dreaming about this since the cataclysm. This, This doesn't belong to you unless... No, 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 no. <laughs> no, this is this is just a nightmare. This is just a nightmare. This is just a different nightmare. This is just
0: a different nightmare, child. And you feel compelled, like it's like space and time collapse, similar to how you just suddenly, like the thought pops into your head, similar to how Juan had sort of collapsed space and time to get to Wang and to get to all of you while you were in the dream shield. Space and time just collapse around you and your mother father and you're pulled forward uh, by a thread of the weave, like, like it's hooked into the, like the inner side of your navel and you're just pulled. And in just like a few, like a fraction of a second, you are in front of her face. And you can see in the slats of like the slivers of her face that are revealed between the dangling pearls. You see your mother father's actual face. Have you ever seen it before, Oka? I don't know. Have I ever seen it before? Should I roll to see if I've seen it before? Roll a d20. Make a, give me a fortune roll. An 11. I think you've seen it once. On the night of your exile, Oka, the Emperor revealed their face to you. Uh, and I think as you're like pulled up toward them, seeing their face again sort of flashes you back to that night, right? So we're in a flashback in the middle of a dream. <laughs> as like, I think. We're in a flashback in a dream, in a flashback in a dream, in a flashback. Exactly. That's how this works. Uh, there's like a bolt of lightning. <laughs> And we see, like, storm clouds coalescing above the night sky. Uh, even, like, the bright, like, starry light from Endake's, like, starscape is not strong enough to pierce through these looming storm clouds. We're gonna, (laughs) lightning crashes again, thunder booms, and rain lashes against a window, uh... A high window on a palace, swathed in darkness. Uh, uh, A chamber in the slumbering palace, the chamber where your life, Oka, changed forever. We're pushing in through the frosted pane of this window, right? I think the memories around what the interior of this atrium are, are really fuzzy, so w- it doesn't matter. Like, we don't know if there are bookshelves in here, we don't know if there are chairs, because it doesn't matter to Oka. All that matters to Oka is that they, as Mikoya, are standing their long hair sort of plastered with sweat and 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 the rain, right, and the humidity, like, plastered along their face, looking up at this figure, your mother-father, that looms larger than life, up a flight of stairs that stretch like infinity. At the very top, we see a Partitioned with her frame, her, her shadow silhouetted behind it, almost like a halo of light fanning out from behind her, like so imposing, like literally like the man behind the curtain, right? And she says to you for the first and the last time, I will show you my face because it will be the last thing you see before you die. And I will give you this honor. Say your prayer, child.
1: Oka says nothing and just tilts their head down to where there's this massive, uh, it's not right to call it a scar because the wound is still fresh and there is gold, red, black blood all down the front of their shirt. So much of it just spilling out like they haven't changed. They're just covered in blood, and they tilt their head down. I didn't want this to ha- happen. I didn't know. I I, 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 I had to, to save them. I, I had to. And I won't. I will die for that if you think I must but i won't apologize for it
0: uh your mother father pushes the partition like opens it i think for the first time in your life before you die you see your mother father's face uh as someone you know someone hands her dream hunter like for off off screen doesn't matter and she wields this sword that is to be your executioner's blade. Like you see it glinting, like every single one of the eight rune- runic characters lighting up, bing, 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 like a long, like the silvery length of this long sword. Uh, and she's like holding it aloft and maybe like your eyes are, how are you like, are you looking at her or are you like bowing your head in like acceptance of your death that is to come? I think it's
1: the sound of the blade unsheathing. Like there's some kind of, instinct there that like forces Oka's eyes up uh, even though they had been kind of tucked down uh, crying still you know like tucked into themselves full of so much pain but the sound of a blade draws their attention and they look up and it looks so far and so close at the same time
0: And as you look up at this blade glinting with the last light you'll ever see in your short-lived life, your eyes lift to the face of your mother-father. And there's another bolt of lightning, a roar of thunder, boom, and you're knocked back into the present, question mark, uh, of this nightmare landscape as you see that self-same face through the gaps of the strings of pearls in this, like, ceremonial, beautiful, emperor-only headdress. And you see a human person with a face like it's been chiseled out of marble it's hard unrelenting and beautiful uh and she has she has one pupil in one eye and three pupils in the other and your mother, father, the emperor of too Long, after having dragged you close to her and looking into your eyes,
5: says, "Huh. <laughs> oh, child, you're a paragon too." Oh my God. And the dream, the dream ends. <laughs>
0: The dream just like disappears and disperses all around you. It implodes, and Oka, you gasp awake. Manaya, V, Dewey, and Rev. The four of you are huddled. Inside the late bloomers flower garden, flower farm, and boarding home. Where I think at this stage, you're coming up with a plan for how to break into the slumbering palace and hopefully bust Oka out, right? Because for whatever reason, whatever mercenaries have them, whatever swords, whatever agents have Oka in their grip, they're ferrying them to the beating heart of Dokao. The slumbering palace and the royal castle where the emperor of too long herself resides. So I think we're going to do, I think this is maybe like a a montage moment, right? As you're like preparing for what to do. And I think like the last thing we left you off on is like Grandpa Hien being like, so who's going to pretend to be Oka? We're going to cut back in like, like on that second as like all eyes are looking at each other. And then I think Grandpa Hien and Azen and Rev's eyes all fall to Dewey.
4: This...
2: Seems like a fair plan. What do you think, Dewey? Have you ever wanted to be locked up in prison, perhaps?
4: Uh, you know I love being locked up, which gives me all of the, uh, all the motivation I need to bust out.
0: I don't trust you to be able to bust out, but you are the closest in size to Oka, in case our uh, minor illusion or disguise self wears off.
4: I'm still a foot off, but I think V is much better at talking her way into things.
0: V's the only one who can speak to, and we need someone who's not bound and gagged to deal with the guards at the gate. What do you say, V?
2: Dang it, I really wanted to be Oka. Fine, I will turn Dewey into Oka. We will bring you to the palace. We will get inside. Hopefully they take you away to be locked up, and I assume you can do your Dewey-like things to invent some type of gadgetry to escape... And um, when we're inside, finally, perhaps we, Manaya, myself, and the Rev, can find some type of way, some type of distraction to get away from more palace guards, and maybe we can meet up in wherever they may be locked up.
0: There's no telling they won't just take Dewey Oka at the gate and turn us away.
2: This is true, but the real crook always prepares for the possibility. I mean... If I have to run distraction and get Rev and Manaya in, I can do that.
5: Okay.
3: If we need a distraction. And Manaya looks at the late bloomers.
5: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We can totally run distraction. In fact, uh, and Ozan's going to turn to Dwin. Dwin, you worked at the slumbering palace, right? You think you could get us some, like, I don't know, Imperial Guard uniforms? Uh, I don't know. It's been a while since I dropped out, and I suppose I can ask.
3: Better than getting real uniforms. V, if you can disguise us as guards. win something that might be more helpful is maybe a map of the palace? Layout where things are, so we know where we're going?
5: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: I I have that. Um, I mean they confiscated all materials like that after i got kicked out of training camp um but i i remember it pretty well uh i think i i once told you while we were like drinking a lot of baizu the other day as in i once like gave you the whole rundown on what the palace is like but i don't really remember can you recall from memory what i told you about the palace that might be the closest thing to a map we can give you yeah I, I remember it i remember that night Don't worry, I may have been a, uh, imperial exam flunky, but I was still smart enough to take the imperial exam in the first place. I'll draw a map for all of you, but how are you gonna get in if they turn you away at the door?
4: Well, if I know V, she is very insistent on getting her payment for things.
2: Yeah, if I don't get paid, I'm not leaving, and if they don't let me in... None of you were at the chrysalis when I ran a distraction there. So perhaps that will be the perfect distraction.
0: I thought we weren't going to talk about the Chrysalis V. And what if they do pay you? What if you get a hundred thousand gold pieces placed in your inventory for bringing Dewey Oka in? What then?
2: It'll take them a while to bring it out. It's true that a is a lot of gold. We should probably bring bring a bigger wagon.
0: <laughs> so we're trying. We're we're actually going to take the money and give them a fake oka. Why not do both? We can accomplish many
2: things with one mission. It, finally, the score of my life is finally coming through. And I Wait, even I, to try. I don't
4: want to be okay anymore.
2: <laughs> no, 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 this will be fine. This will be fine. No,
0: no, look. And we do like a montage cut uh, on like Dewey's face being like, I don't want to do this. And we're going to push, push, like cut through how y'all are like preparing to break in your contingency plans, etc. I think like... Uh, Azen is sort of fretting over you, Dewey, and is, like, making these, like, um, tall wooden sandals that will, like, elevate your height so, like, minor illusion or disguise self or whatever will, like, be even more sellable on you and is, like, trying to, like, measure your talons and, like, it's, like, drawing it out. Uh, And we're gonna cut to uh, Azen also uh, now, like, splaying open this, like, a long sheaf of parchment, like, along a table and, like, trying to recall the map from memory that Dwyn told them of one drunken night and is, like, drawing it out with, like, surprising... It seems like surprising, compli- like, depth and complexion. Like, this is actually a pretty good map of, like, the palace grounds that Ozen's just doing from memory. Um, and now we're gonna cut over to Dewey. So Dewey, now that you've got these, like, big clunky sandals on, how are you also preparing to be Oka? Are you trying to, like, make some artificial infusions that you can, like, sneak in, um, et cetera? Because presumably you will be searched and stripped of all equipment.
4: How do you strip search a minor illusion?
0: <laughs> exactly. So V, what kind of a spell is it? Does it actually change? Is it like a polymorph or is it like an illusion spell?
4: It's an
2: illusion spell. If Dewey gets inspected, they have to, the person inspecting can roll, I have to see which.
0: Investigation, I'm assuming?
4: Uh, Yes, and it would be against my DC of 15. You know what? Okay. okay. Oka loves to hang out without a shirt on. If I don't look like I'm wearing anything, what are they gonna do? This is true when I was oka for a day I, li-
2: I put on these little booty shorts they seemed really popular they seemed really fashionable maybe we could just uh, put you in some
0: shorts they might still pat you down and what will you do if they find out something's out of place uh. please this is the life of my grandchild you're talking about and your friend we have to make sure this plan is airtight
2: look if things get real bad if if the if we're at the door, and things have been discovered immediately, we're just going to have to force our way through the gate and run for it and try to save Oka. The best plans are just to push past and go for it, friends. Sometimes you have to improvise.
0: Okay, I don't like the sound of that, but... If it will help keep Oka safe, and if it's the only plan we've got, then let's do it. We're going to pan over to uh, Manaya. Manaya, how are you preparing to sneak into the palace?
3: She takes off her cape of leaves, uh, and I think as she takes it off, the leaves start to wither a little bit, not falling off, but sort of matching what, how she feels, as she slowly folds it up, saying out loud a prayer not only to the Princess of leaves, but to Nali, to Gora and to Oberon uh, and to the seasons, as she folds it up and puts it in a, uh, one of her pockets, little satchel things.
0: Okay. Is that you're just taking off your your cape? Is it, are you preparing it any other way?
3: Uh, I'm hoping that our armor my her armor will get disguised.
0: Okay. And what about you, V?
3: Um
2: V is going to Rev and Manaya and asking like what kind of disguise they would like, because it would be more beneficial to like to keep them both in the relative shape. Like the more I change their shape, the more chance there is of them being discovered. Uh, so we're just, like, chatting about, like, what kind of disguises they want and stuff like that. Okay. And also, if V can get some time away from everybody for, like, four hours and use the trait to, to you know, meditate for four hours to get the benefits of a long rest, she'd be very happy about that.
0: Well, it's going to take you, like, two days to get to the capital. Oh, perfect. So you can, like, try to... Yeah, you can try to take a long rest on your way in to the capital. Um, which, Speaking of which, are you going to be taking your carts and your uh, oxen and Oka's elk? Or are you going to try to, like, procure, like, a palanquin or, like, some other sort of, like, vessel to carry Oka in?
2: I think, friends, that we should probably not use our own cows and, and elk because you don't know them. You might have to end up abandoning them in
3: part of the mission. Are you being disguised as gods or hired hands? Because if we're hired hands, we can take whatever we want. I think once we're in,
2: we could, if we get in, we could disguise our, find some place to disguise ourselves as guards. But I think we need to come as, as mercenaries
3: to try to get this Oka locked up. In that case, we take the cart. Believe the elk, though. Too many people know it.
0: Sounds good to me. Dewey, are you going to chime in? Do you have other, other thoughts?
4: No, these cows are generic enough, I suppose, right?
0: They're quite beautiful, though. I would hate to abandon them. Are you talking about cows? Uh, There was that vision-blasted cow I mentioned earlier. Perhaps that would be a good fit? Uh, here, let, let me show her to you. Uh, and Grandpa Hien, we're gonna cut outside to, like, the farm, where, like, Grandpa Hien sort of, like, ha- like leaning on a cane and, like, grazing in a field. You see, like, a, a pure... It was, like, a pure black heifer, like a cow, but, like, there's, like, a big white spot on, like, just one side, and, like, as the cow's, like, grazing and it looks up and it, like, looks at the four of you, you get the sense that it, like, understands like, what's happening in a deeper way than a cow should.
2: This cow is very unsettling to me and I like it. What if, friends, what if if one of you others could have our cows ready to go as an escape wagon?
0: It's not a bad idea. So just you and someone else as a hired hand with Oka and a wagon. I can be hiding, perhaps with you, Azin, and you, big fella, Dwin. We could be hiding, slinking along. I could cast invisibility on us. Uh, And we could... Be a contingency plan, a backup plan, an escape route?
2: I like the sound of that.
0: Okay, I like I like the idea of being invisible. I was told in no uncertain terms that if I tried approaching the gates of the royal palace again, um, I would get thrown out into the pigsty.
2: Well, that would be definitely a problem, so maybe we should... Yeah, you just keep out of sight but uh, stay nearby with our, with our getaway.
0: Damn, Duin. What did you... How bad did you fail this training session? My captain said it was the worst thing she'd seen in her 314 years of living. That's pretty bad. But uh, hey, you're a late bloomer, so bloom late. Thank you, Rev. I appreciate that.
5: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, are there
0: any other, as we cut back into like the dining hall, uh, are there any other last minute preparations? Specifically, do we? Are you going to go in unequipped to maybe like help with that investigation role that the guards are inevitably gonna, like, do upon you? Or are you trying to go in, like, strapped and loaded, regardless? Like, how heavy's your load out here?
4: He's gonna match Oka and just wear his cargo shorts, and they're just, like, stuffed to... He's just, like, um... His big... His mega wrench, which I canonically made collapsible, is just, like, stuffed down into his pants. Uh, He's got, like, anything he thinks that could be helpful, um, just in the pockets. They're, like, bulging, and incredibly awkward looking but once the disguise goes on
0: okay i need you to tell me is this a light medium or heavy loadout for for dewey even though your shirt's off cargo shorts are on but you're trying to stuff it full with gear which is gonna like if they're patting you down they're gonna like oh, what's this you know so that's pretty obvious so if it's a heavy loadout then you, you can have access to basically everything on your character sheet but the dc is gonna be way lowered uh, for the investigation check if it's a medium lowout, we're going to keep the DC at 15. It can have access to like f- two things on your character sheet. If it's a light loadout, you, a- you have access to like one thing in addition to your wrench, right? On your character sheet, but the DC will be bumped up to 20. So uh, it's your I'll loadout? Go
4: with medium. I need medium. the Helm of Comprehending Languages.
0: Okay. Just tell me. Yeah. Tell me what you're bringing. Helm of Comprehending Languages. Got it.
4: And uh, my Robe of Useful Items.
0: Your Robe of Useful Items. Okay. These are the two. <laughs> Artificer infusions you're bringing with you. Uh, so V, tell me what it looks like as you like dress up. Do we maybe do like a, a test run uh, as Rev and Azen and the other late bloomers are like getting your wagons ready, like outside, right? Let's say this is like the evening of the first day. The sunless sky, the light has sort of faded down and now like darkness is starting to paint over the atmosphere, like, like a giant's holding a calligrapher's brush and just painting it down in one fell swoop. Uh, and you can start to like, you see, like, little, like, lights start to light up across the valley and on, like, the slopes of, like, the hills in the distance and, and the mountains. As people know by now, it's been, like, several months into the cataclysm to ward off the shadow beasts to light up light, right? Until like, I put torches outside your porch, etc., cetera, and be very on guard. So you see these little lights start to spackle the dark side of the mountain, like, so many little glimmering jewels in the distance as, inside, V casts this disguise spell on Dewey. So describe to me what it is and what it looks like, V.
2: So this is my seeming spell, and V is going to take actual rope and like tie up the hands and feet a little bit, and like is walking around, like, like measuring with her hands, and all right, all right, are you ready, Dewey?
4: You better know what you're doing.
2: On the count of three, one, two, boom! (laughs) And she like snaps her fingers, and there's a big flash of green uh, smoke all around Dewey, and when it kind of clears, it's Oka in just some sparkly booty shorts, Uh, and maybe a little bit, like, I think V tried a little too hard in this practice run, and kind of resembles perhaps what vampires in Twilight looks like when they're in the sunset, (laughs) when they're in the light.
4: Like, it's like a little bit sparkly, (laughs) Oka. I'm not going to be on stage. Can you make me less glittery? God. Can it be a
0: little more grungy, V? This looks like Oka's coming out of a steam bath.
2: I mean, maybe we treated Oka nicely. <sighs> Fine. Close your eyes, Dewey. One, and there's another flash. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, now it's like, you know, it's a little, it's muddy. There's like a black eye on one eye. Uh, maybe a little bit of dried blood out of one mouth and just looks like uh, Oka's been through some things.
0: Is this Oka also shirtless and in booty shorts? Oh, that, the booty shorts are very canon, okay? Those, <laughs>
2: those are not going anywhere.
0: Listen, as attractive as Oka looks right now in those booty shorts, I don't know how suspicious it would be, V, to the guards for this to be the exiled prince we're bringing in. There is a history
2: in the right... Ra- <laughs> Look, in the Raven's court, there is a history of Oka being around in booty shorts. I'm sorry. This is how I imagine that. You're, you're
0: talking to me. You're, t- you're talking to me, the <clears throat> paragon of the Raven Queen, about the canon of the Raven court. I'm... Dewey in and,
4: and Oka's voice, is like, during the fight, I flexed my butt and my pants came off.
0: <laughs> Look, th- there
2: is... Oka's fiance tr- has seen Oka wearing these booty shorts. I... Sure, my. Have...
3: Listen. Oka has a fiance. They're under they're underwear. All right? We took off their pants because they were carrying too much. They were lost in the scuffle. Wait,
0: I'm I'm sorry. Can you repeat the bit about my grandchild's fiance?
5: How oh, did you how'd you
0: know about Halo? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, Oka's fiance. Well, obviously oh. not anymore. Ah, not for seven years! Ah, oh, now she's engaged to that horrible Prince Moore.
2: Wow, we're learning so much about Oka. Uh, okay, fine, fine, I will be truthful for once in my life. I had to go on a date as Oka back when we were, you know, up north, and it, um uh, I maybe have gotten Oka engaged to a very nice sailor, okay? They're very lovely, they're a wonderful person, but... They're not going to get married until all of this is over, so there's nothing to worry about. Don't worry,
0: V. I remember we had a talk about that date you went on. Uh, Can we backtrack to the fact that Oka had has a fiancé?
4: How many engagements does Oka have?
0: <laughs>
2: These are the real questions, not what I did.
0: Just the one. O- Oka was... Well, when they were Makoya, they were engaged to be married to Halo dream prophet of the slumbering palace yeah everyone knows about halo everyone loves halo says azen who's sort of like i think like eating sunflower seeds like cracking the shell eating it and like spitting it into like a sometimes missing mostly missing uh, into a bowl like on on the dining room table um and i think like the doors are like flung open to like entice like an evening breeze before it gets like too cold for winter right like this is a particularly hot autumn evening um and Mao Mao, who has recovered by now, it's been several hours, is sort of still swaddled in a blanket, like huddled up next to Azen and says, Halo is, um, you know how I, I get these visions? Uh, sometimes, and sometimes I may or may not blast the people around me with these visions. Um, well, Halo's like me, but she's, well, she can control it. Um and she's a lot better at it than me, and I'm cursed, but she's blessed. And ah! uh, and Mama just like settles back into her blanket.
3: Sir, so, Mr. Hien, with all due respect, we need to know everything we can about Halo. If we have a possible ally within the palace, that could be
4: a game changer. What happens if I run into her?
0: Oh, oh dang. I didn't even think about this. Well, I suppose then, Dewey, I'll have to tell you everything I know, and by extension, everything the people would know about Prince McQuayan's relationship with Halo. Uh, and I think at this, like, he's like gesturing for you to come in and like sit down and like settle around this like um little like fire that's going in like a hearth nearby. Come, come. Sit and gestures for the three of you, including Rev,
4: to come and sit down. Dewey shakes off the... Can I shake off the illusion? Or does only V have control of that? Only I have control okay, of Oh my please. god! <laughs> um, please, I don't want this man to talk to his, to recount his grandchild's history to a vision of his grandchild. Fine. and V like takes a,
2: a deep sigh and like on the exhale, the it almost like just melts off like rainwater. And... Yeah, you're welcome. See, I'm
0: a good person. Sit, sit, sit. (sighs) Okay. A long, long time ago, before the Cataclysm, back when the world was... whole, there was a prince by the name of Makoya Hien, and there was a dream prophet by the name of Halo. This is a love story. But it is also a tragedy. And as Grandpa Hien launches into the story, I think we're gonna now like like pull out of like this like farm, like pull past all the rows of camellias and like the magnolia trees with their beautiful, sweet blooming flowers, and we're gonna push, push along back up this hill, back up this series of switchbacks into the silent grove, past miles and miles of. Evergreen pine and these uh, dark golden yellow leaves matting the floor past various like antelopes and elk and even moose running wild in these um, in these groves Whoosh, past it. down, down where the silent grove hugs this valley farther south, farther south, closer and closer to where we see Dokao in the distance. And we're going to cut back to Oka. Oka, you jerk awake gasping, sweat, plastering what little hair you have to your scalp, right? Uh, and your shoulders are sore again because guess what? You're back inside the palanquin. You're tied up, uh, with double the amount of rope. Uh, as the first time you woke up. um, The jostling, like, gentle, rhythmic, like, lunging of the palanquin, I think, like, is almost calming. Again, sort of almost like being rocked to sleep in a hammock, right? Except this hammock is being borne by no fewer than four... of uh, Queen Morguilin's own flesh construct servants, right? Now you know that's what's up. Uh, As you look around, like, the interior of this palanquin, these, like, wood lattice windows pouring light, streaming light in through, like, um... Uh, the breaks in the lattice, uh, the sheer chiffon curtain sort of blowing the breeze. Whatever damage you seem to have dealt the palanquin seems to have been completely magically reversed, right? Like you busted through the wall, but the wall looks totally fine, etc. What do you do? There's not even like
1: a little like board with some nails in it or something like that. It looks perfect. That's almost annoying. That's almost more annoying. Oka's immediately fucking annoyed by that, I think.
0: Um, But more... Pressingly. Are they gagged again? Uh, you sure, you sure are. <laughs> double, double gagged. And I think to add insult to injury, like uh, the, the the door that you busted out of now has like a lock. <laughs> there's like, there's like a single lock on it. <laughs> or like a rune, like a runic inscription of like, uh, like a lock spell that you're familiar with because it's written into you. Like that's going to fucking keep me in, Connie. As if. Um.
1: Well. Let's see here, Oka wakes up gasping, They like, like they are moving their arm to reach for the dream and it's gone and they flutter their eyes and they're back in that stupid fucking palanquin for fuck's sake with the stupid fucking rope. And it's just like, and they immediately tear out of it. They just fucking tear, like, like, shred it. Like, the blood magic comes out. They sh- fucking shred it as fast as they fucking can in one go.
0: Okay. Uh, I think this makes a little amount of noise at the very least, and some commotion. I'll let you do it, right? Like without a roll, cause this is just, it looks to be just rope, but you shred it, like maybe like spikes of blood coming out of your body, especially out of like, um, culling edge, just completely rips the rope apart. Maybe you're even able to like, use your hands to like grab the gag off. Yeah, they like bite it off. They're like, <laughs> Okay, you rabid animal. <laughs> and I think, I think the palanquin jerks to a stop. Or rather, it rolls to a really gentle stop. This is a nice ride, okay? Like, these constructs, like, know what they're doing. They were literally built for this, presumably. Rolls to a stop, and you hear the clopping of hooves approach the palanquin.
1: Oka spits out a few, like, pieces of... uh, I rolled really high on my uh, damage dice to have to uh, take my culling edge out, so Oka's like... The bleeding now again. I don't know if I restored any of the damage that I took in our last fight, but I'll just take more. Um, they're just they were just mad, right that they had been tied up again, but they haven't tried to break out yet, especially as it rolls to a stop. They just kind of like pause and they are staring like up and out into the middle distance, just kind of like there's only empty, distant rage in their face. I think it's just that like there's no deeper thing happening yet. It's almost, it's like the quiet where you can hear the thunder rolling in the distance, but you, but the pressure hasn't dropped where you are yet. You can only hear what is about to be the biggest fucking storm of your life.
0: Oka's biggest bitch fest looms on the horizon uh, as the clopping sort of draws to a stop. Uh, And you hear a familiar, modulated voice, right? Now muffled behind a mask and also like the doors of the palanquin. Go.
5: You're awake awake again.
0: Good.
1: And you continue to be a fucking coward who hides your face behind a mask. I don't want to fucking talk to you.
5: Okay, Okay, then. Stay stay inside inside your your little jail cell,
1: then. You don't think that I could break your stupid fucking arcane lock if I wanted to? We both know how that fight ends. You're getting to the queen. No questions asked. That was the task I was
5: given. It is the task that I will complete.
1: Ah, so you are just a little... What is this, an ant? In the anthill? You can't think for yourself. You must only stay on the track meant for you. Just like everyone else.
5: If I am an ant... Then you, you are, are the piece the of dead meat I carry back to our queen. Have you ever
1: tried making something bleed for yourself?
5: It's what, what? I do. You, you know, know nothing, nothing of me. I know
0: enough of you. A pause as you hear like the horse nicker and sort of like shift its weight as presumably the rider sort of like turning the horse around, uh, and then you hear a poof poof uh, as. Uh, boots hit the ground uh, and presumably this masked person is like hopping off the horse are you like looking through like the cracks in the lattice to see like if they're approaching it's like their pride
1: like they can't be looking because now it's like a pride thing it was like a bitch fest looming on the horizon and it's the same still but now they're like fuck you like fuck you they're like are glancing only out of the side of their eye but they're not turning their face to profile even if the door opens
0: uh you see the mask sort of like in your peripheral vision like break up like the outdoors right like beyond it and like the mask looms up uh and like a breeze comes in and you smell i think you smell like the the forest but you also smell something else which is maybe like s- smoke uh not like like wildfire smoke but like smoke from homes Uh, smoke from chimneys, and smoke from like roasting meat and roasting vegetables. You're getting closer to civilization and you even hear in like the far distance the chattering of a township, right? So you don't know how long you've been locked out, but it's been long enough for you to probably get out of the Silent Grove and like you might be in the outskirts of Dokao now, which is the capital of Sulong, which is, you know, just a hop, skip and a stretch away from the slumbering palace, which is where your mommy daddy lives. Uh, and <laughs> there's like this mask looms up between the between the cracks. Uh, and
5: this person says to you. You wanted in to the slumbering palace anyway, didn't you? This is, is a win, win, win. Win,
1: win, win. win. Not exactly what I'd call it. But you know what? That is where I'm going. (sighs) Do you know how frustrating it is to have destiny fucking pulling at you all the time? And then they finally like turn and look. I was always going to have to come back here whether or not I fucking wanted to. So here I am stepping willingly into the jaws of the tiger.
5: Fuck you. Destiny chooses people like you. It abandons people like me. Forgive me for finding it difficult to sympathize with a prin. Don't fucking talk to me
1: about destiny abandoning you. Don't fucking forget that I'm not a fucking prince anymore. Don't fucking forget who I am.
5: And who are you?
1: A washed up monster hunter with nothing to live for? I'm the bitch that's about
0: to kick your teeth in. And you, the box you explodes. <laughs> Okay, well, all right, round two, round two, what do you do? What's happening?
1: I don't don't even know what's happening. Um, You said that there's an arcane lock on that bad boy?
0: Yes, it prevents it from being opened. Well, it doesn't prevent it from being broken with my
1: hands. Uh, So, I mean, uh, Culling Edge is still active. So, well, oh, I shouldn't use Vinaj, should I? Well, I would like to rage first, first and foremost. Uh, so there is just a, a cute bit of red fucking lightning going on here, uh, and Oka just like both feet to the pa- like to the palanquin, uh, and they are like throwing themselves out.
0: Okay, uh, make make an attack roll with your body uh, against the side of this palanquin.
1: Natural fucking 19, baby. Uh, I don't even know what modifiers you want me to add.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, I think that will be sufficient. Uh, so <laughs> your your body busts through the side of the palanquin and your you know, skin crackling with red lightning as you just shoot out of this, like, vestibule. And this person is right there. So I think you hit them. Like, in, again, in another explosion of wood. <laughs> uh, you hit them and just make a, make a grapple, grapple check. So that's athletics versus their athletics or acrobatics.
5: Oh no!
0: What'd you get? And that one? Yeah, that's pretty bad, Oka. Uh, And I don't think you have any inspiration left, do you? You have one, you have what? would you like to use it or do you want to take the L? Take the L. I think
1: it's just an explosion of rage less than an attack.
0: Okay, I like that. Uh, the rage explodes off of your body and out into the world uh, as lightning just ricochets off of your skin. You let out like a soundless, like, like, like a wordless roar and you barrel into this person, like limbs flailing. You're just c- kind of like impaled on your own anger. Uh, and you thrust yourself at them and you hit them hard and bam, the two of you crash into the ground. And you're rolling around on the ground. Their horse sort of nickers and sort of stomps their feet, right? And I- as I think you roll under the horse's legs, and I think... you're your nat one comes when they flip you over uh, and the horse kicks you. (laughs) The horse is the one who knocks you out this time. They're not even going to say something sexy while they're like holding me
1: down. Come on. I don't want to get knocked out by a horse. My HP is not down. I'm not taking that much of an L.
5: I refuse to
0: take that L. Okay. Sounds good. So maybe instead you're like rolling under like the horse's legs and you roll out to the other side and you're like, like attacking and punching and scratching it's just it's real dirty right this is not federation approved like grappling here uh and they finally like they pin you down and they have a dagger at your throat now they materialize it out of thin air and it's an obsidian blade right with like azure like etchings, like down the side sort of crackling with this blue energy they press it like under the crook of your throat and they like try to like 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 push your chin up uh from where they're p- pressing this blade and you can feel like like cold like magical energy just vibrating off of this blade and i think maybe like even like you can sort of see like um mist frosting off of like the surface of the blade right that's like almost like like dry ice like that's how cold it is and they press it against your blade and they say stop "Stop
5: struggling you speak so much of destiny how you're inexorably drawn back to the palace palace, and yet you struggle against it it. what What would you call call that other than than desperation (laughs) not being a fucking ant Well, this ant's got you pinned down and I will not hesitate to show you pain before bringing you to the palace. Come quietly, or we'll have to do this the hard way.
1: Do I really, really look like somebody who's afraid of pain?
0: A pause. And then you... Hmm. Okay, I'm just gonna... Hold on, I'm just gonna make a roll. Okay. Uh, you feel the blade against your throat sort of like... Relax just a little bit. And I think you see like those eyes like behind the mask that you saw when he tore the mask off, right? See those eyes sort of like come through like in the shadows. And there's like something in them that's sort of like searching your face. Something that's like more than just this like cool badass. I don't care. I'm going to sword for hire, dagger for hire sort of like um, persona they've been putting on. Roll insight. God
1: damn it. I will be using my point of inspiration for this.
0: 18. With an 18, I'll tell you something and you can ask two follow-up questions. You can hold two until the end of this extended scene, whether it's the end of this actual scene or like when you and them part ways in whatever way that means. Um, What I'm going to tell you is this. They don't like you. Okay. This is, they don't like you. They think, they think you're annoying, sort of like Boa. They, they don't, they dislike you. Yeah. It's because I'm an insufferable asshole. At least you're self-aware, Oka. Um, But there's there's something else. There's almost an expression of concern in their eyes. Like, genuine concern. Not for you, but for something else that might be more important, not to them, but to you. And you see, there's like a conflict in their eyes. They're not sure if they should tell you this, right? Like, not because they like you, but because of concern for this other thing. You may ask up to two follow-up questions. Do I know them? No, they are as a stranger to you.
1: I've, like, never seen them anywhere in the palace ever before.
0: Okay, fine. I'll throw you a bone. You've seen them once. You didn't recognize them at first because because the scars knew, right? It really marred their face. The scars knew, took out a chunk of their nose, but now you're starting to place it. You don't know... I'll have you make, like, an intelligence check to see if you can recall their name. But before you make that check, I'll tell you the context in which you've seen them. You've seen this person. Now it's, like, clicking together in your memory. You've seen this person. Maybe, like, oh, God, I don't know. Before you left, so over seven years ago, maybe nine years ago, eight or nine years ago, um, being escorted. They're a commoner. They're a commoner. But they were escorted into Queen Mogwilin's, like, private like chambers, not in, like a sex way or anything like that, but like to, for like a private audience. Just, I don't know. I feel like I need to clarify when I say private chambers. I was not. Well, now I'm thinking about it, but I wasn't before. <laughs> anyway, just, just so we're completely on the same page, not for sex reasons, but for other reasons, this, this commoner had somehow attained a private audience with Queen Mwogwe Lin at least eight or nine years ago. So them working for the queen is not like they got hired yesterday. Or something like that. They have some sort of relationship with her. They're, They're not sure what exactly the contours of that relationship look like. Second question. Or if you want to try to place their name first, you can roll an intelligence check.
1: Yeah, let me place that name with my high intelligence rolls, baby! Wow. I really fuck myself, didn't I?
0: It's a two. Plus, I mean, plus nine. Nine. <laughs> nine. I don't think so. No, like you're uh, something that starts with like an S, like an S noise, right? But other than that, you, you, can't really, you can't really squeeze out like an actual name. That's fair. Oka's smart, but not that smart. Also, they're pissed. Um,
1: okay, I'm going to hold my second question. As Oka meets this gaze and they ask, what? <laughs> and what are you so afraid of?
3: Huh?
1: All these funny little knives, all these tricks, being the perfect little, what are you, errand boy? You're a lot more afraid of pain than I am, aren't you?
0: Roll intimidation. And Oka, this might be the first charisma roll I've asked for since arc three. So, (laughs) no? You asked last time too, I rolled pretty well. Oh, okay, so actually, do you wanna like tell me like what's helping you suddenly get a lot more charismatic as you make this role?
1: Well, I have a cute little earring. Um, and I think there's something about it that glows um as Oka speaks now. The like the framing of their words in their mouth. They're still a an unlikable asshole, but there is something when they speak from the heart that resonates i think deeper like like almost like an amplification not literally but almost emotionally that this little like magical gem like kind of like tenses the weave like around the way that they speak and i will roll that good good intimidation natural 20. my good bitch
0: plus four plus four 24. Wow, okay, a twenty four. I guess I gotta give it to you then. As you look up at this person, they like you see like the the hand holding that dagger like tightens and you can feel the the blade quivering against your throat. And then they sort of like relax it some more, and like they they actually let you go. They like the dagger poofs away. but they don't they don't like get off of your body, but they like poof the dagger away to show that they're like not gonna fight you anymore. Um, but as they look down at you, they say,
5: I'm not scared of pain against myself. myself. I'm you. You have siblings. You have sisters. You have three younger sisters, sisters, don't you? Yes.
1: And I think the 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 like at the mention of their sisters, the rage starts to fade and like more of the confusion because the insight role still wasn't there, but like their words are so they're perplexed and the the rage starts to, to fade away
0: a little
5: and they they know you're alive after seven years two of them found you and they know you're alive i
1: hate that you know that how do you know that
5: the queen and her eyes and ears i act i act as her hand those in the criminal underbelly of too long. They know me as the Prince of Knives.
1: I'll make the note, Connie. I'll make the note. It's a cool name. Thank you for that. It's kind of sexy. Whatever. You're welcome.
0: Uh they continue. Uh and they say The Queen, what she has what,
5: what she, she has, has planned for you exactly, exactly. I I don't know, but it's not, not it's not good. The only reason I'm telling you this is it's because, because I, I I'm in, in love, love with, with your sister. sister.
0: Uh, do you want me to keep talking as Okas maybe reeling like in character also like Oka blue screens.
5: Oka, <laughs>
0: It's like it's like it's like there was this whole
1: thing right where they're like they learned a fucked they learned a fucked up thing right and they just woke up and they're taking all of this pent this years and years of pent up rage is about to spill over and then it's just gone. And it's like this is the final needle on the haystack of needles that Oka carries around on their body that has just it's they're broken. They're totally broken and they don't say anything they just stare and all of the rage it's like sad it's like they just like go slack and look toya
5: toya here, the flower of the palace she's she's beautiful and that's not, not what matters. matters here what matters is this if you die you break her heart and i can't i can't have I can't I have, have that, that blood, on blood on my hands.
1: And then all the rage comes back immediately
0: and Oka
5: punches him <laughs> in the face.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I was like, see, let's record like a quick little scene. Let's get you from point A to point B. You're like, N- no, I want to roll initiative, motherfucker. I'm rolling initiative, motherfucker. Uh, so why don't you... Um, t- Jesus. Okay, let's, let's, <laughs> let's do this. Let's make it fast. Make, it, make an attack roll. Make an unarmed strike. I don't hit. I miss. Okay, yeah, you just, you hit, you, like, punch upward. They grab your hand, and they flip you around, and they pin you to the ground, right? So, like, you're now on, on your belly, and they're on top of you on the back. They're, they're pinning you in, like, a T-bar, like, behind your back, right? And, like, oh, like, pulling on your joint. And they go, stop, stop struggling. struggling. I'm, I'm trying to help you. Help you i
1: really, and Oga's oh, like smushed against the ground, right? i was really not fucking helping. Shouldn't you be a little fucking nicer since you love my fucking sister? The
5: queen wants to kill you. Obviously. I can't, I can't do, do that, that to Toya. Then let me
1: up. I'm not going to fucking run away. Just let me up
0: pause and they like slowly let you go and you feel like the weight on your hip like 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 relent uh as the prince of knives like rises from off off your body what do you do
1: Oka leans back up wipes i think there's just like a dirt smear across their face from being like pushed into the ground they wipe it away uh, Boa's words are kind of floating around their mind, like, be better. They're really mad that they've got pinned, like, three times by this person. Almost four
0: times by horse, also.
1: <laughs> How dare you? Um, <laughs> but there's, like, too, like, there's too much, right? So they just kind of sit up. And then both of their hands just kind of go to their temple. And they wipe a little bit of blood out from underneath their nose. How is she? Who? Toya? Who the fuck else?
5: I. I didn't, I didn't expect to do you. I
1: Just. Just answer, please.
5: She's. She's well. well. Actually, actually she's planning, planning a party right, right now, yeah. a ball. A soiree for some of the other heirs, and their families, and their friends. She's been blowing everyone in the palace away with her calligraphy. I hear it's even better than... I hear it's even better than the... the dream prophets. She's been... taking Gutsu lessons. She's been fencing. She's been learning to fight. All well-rounded aspects to a court lady.
1: That sounds like Toya. She, she didn't, didn't believe them, you know? She didn't believe your other sisters. They said that you were alive. I told them not to tell her, because I knew she wouldn't, and I knew somebody, and they kind of make a pointed look, would overhear. But they never listen, do they? But Oka kind of smiles when they say it, too? No, they,
5: they never... never do. I, I I have younger siblings of my own. I, 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 know how it is. I would do anything for them.
1: You are doing anything for them. Yes, I am, and I have, and I will. Truce, then. You're taking me where I need to go. Truce. But I'm not going to see the queen. When we get in the palace, I know very well that she, <laughs> she wants, she wants me dead. And I can't let that happen. And I think you understand why. Not for yourself, but for them. For all of them. And That's kind of a, you know, broad remark to all of them, all the promises Oka has made to return. And they pause and stand up kind of slowly, crack their neck. Are you familiar with the palace grounds, well?
5: Of course, course I, I am.
1: I'm the queen's eyes, eyes and ears. Oh, shut up about being the queen's eyes and ears. It's not special.
0: Oh, you're hurt. And 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 they compare you to a part of a person's body that I cannot, like I cannot repeat on stream. Oka spits. Uh,
1: <laughs> and they look. At least I wear my scars with pride. There's, there's nothing,
5: nothing honorable about these scars, you weren't supposed to see them.
1: Yeah. Well, we have that in common as well, don't we? Anyway, there's a hawthorn tree halfway through the second palatial garden that you'll need to take if you're going to Queen Morgulin's quarters. It is a superb, perfect tree. It has always been my favorite tree. And it's my favorite tree because it has a perfect block on all sight lines from all guard, posts, towers. At least it did seven years ago. And that's where I'm gonna break out of your stupid fucking palanquin again. And it won't be your fault. And I'm gonna make my way where I need to go. Fine. I, I didn't hear anything, anything and you certainly you didn't, didn't tell me. me. Now get back inside the palanquin.
5: I would like to walk. We're getting close to the outskirts of Dokao now. The spies of the palace of Dokao are everywhere. I can't risk anyone else seeing you outside. Get inside the palanquin now.
1: Right, and one of Queen Lin's beautiful fucking palanquins that's so perfect, isn't it? Isn't going to draw any attention. (laughs) The point is to blend in by
5: sticking out. People recognize these constructs of Morgweilion. They'll make way through the streets. We'll get to the palace fast. I have credentials, they'll let us in through the walls.
1: Okay, rolls their eyes uh, and steps up and through the like literally shattered hole (laughs) in the side of the palace. They kind of like, they lift themselves up and they like slump down. Uh, And they take a moment to look out one of the windows kind of back where they came from toward the silent grove, where they know their party must be. And they just kind of take like one long look and they bite the inside of their cheek a little bit before turning back to the Prince of Knives. What the fuck are you waiting
0: for? Let's go. And on that, uh, I think, I think we can end like this scene with oka and the prince of knives uh as like the, these four like flesh constructs like hoist right the palanquin back up on um, prince of nice sighs and turns to like the the hole blasted through the palanquin uh and like their their hands start brimming with magic and the weave tightens as they begin to try to fix it uh, we're gonna like pull away and like out of this palanquin like out above like the sweeping emerald forest of the silent grove to see in the near distance a mere handful of miles away to the south, the capital city of Dokao. Podcast editing is by Marissa Ewing of Hemlock Creek Productions. Transplaner RPG is proudly sponsored by at Dimitri Opines on Twitter and explaintrade.com, a negotiation skills training consultancy, because you can't ask to roll persuasion in real life. Check out explaintrade.com. Please consider giving us a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts. This helps so much with getting new listeners to find us. New podcast episodes drop every Tuesday. If you can't wait that long, tune into our live stream Saturdays at 7pm US Central Time on Twitch at TransPlanarRPG. Also, toss us a follow on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at TransPlanarRPG. We also have a Patreon. Patrons get early access to episodes, character sheets, high-res art, and much, much more. And finally, a very special thank you to our patreon paragons alex ozora bradley brookbright charles Chiacres, cora eckert emma hat conding lex later marvelous purple mouse scruffysis and target